Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. 13 minutes after 2 o'clock, I'm in conversation with Sam Tlangetwa, who is going to be my guest until 3. You may know him. He is the ultimate artist. And uh, he's going to be joining me for a conversation, really celebrating all things art and himself. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, hello to your listeners. And um, I really appreciate to be here. You have an exhibition up at the moment, correct? It opened on Saturday. It opened week. on Saturday. Yes. And, and the, this, I haven't seen it. This particular ex- exhibition. Tell me about this particular exhibition. Uh, the theme, the title is Jobek Selected. Okay. So what I did was, um, in the past, I used to sort of like, uh, you know, Kutsua, the, th- the scenes about the city, yes. which is a city that I really love and yes. it inspires me. <clears throat> but I think my show about three years ago, when I was doing the recycling guys, yes. there was a lot of uh, Josie background in front of these guys. In, in, in fact, I was going to say to you, you know, you speak of Uudzwa, but you've you've focused on Joburg in in maybe not in conventional ways, not things that people want to reveal about the city, but you have you you've you've delved delved deep into what's happening in our city as you are speaking about uh, the guys that uh, that recycle. For me, that was such such a wonderful exhibition because it forced us to to, to talk about. An element of our society mm-hmm. that we all pretend didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, uh, people said, Sam, you made us to respect yeah. these guys because yes. uh, we yes. just like we were annoyed when they sort of like just crossed the roads. Yeah. But we don't realize that these guys, they mm-hmm. actually clean the city. I must say, and, and I wasn't. I wasn't aware of the impact. So you would obviously have a better sense of the impact because people speak to you mm-hmm. about the exhibition. Mm-hmm. But I, I must admit, it was my first encounter and, and thought about these people differently. So it wasn't these people who are just on the way. There yeah. was something about the exhibition that gave them dignity, that made them see them for the fact that they are actually contributing to both the economy, to the ecosystem of this the city, to everything, everything that we refuse to recognize. That exhibition for me made me see it in that way, which I hadn't, I must say, I hadn't done before. And Pimelo, the, the truth and uh, something that really touched me about these guys, when I said, now I want to work with these mm, guys, mm. I mean, like as early as five yes. on the road yeah. until 8 p.m. And like during the day, they focus, they t- yeah. take a little break yeah. of lunch, yeah. but they, they enjoy what they're doing. And uh, I mean, I always laugh when I drive with, with my family. My yeah. daughter would always say, Daddy, give me a It's amazing because I think art is meant to do all sorts of things you know art is meant to you know to to get us to introspect it it forces us to to challenge certain things it it want it needs us to to think about things differently which this did for me because what i think that exhibition did was to give them a sense of dignity mm-hmm. uh, which i don't think that i had recognized mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. what 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 perception changed for you while you were working with them because it's one thing to see something and say, well, I think I want to depict that. But when you start delving into this ecosystem, what, what, what did you discover for yourself? I discovered that uh, they, they have families. Yeah. And uh, they get annoyed if you don't respect them. Mm-hmm. And uh, throughout the journey, I just realized that 
there's there are things that we can do for these people. Mm. They recycle. Yes. Have two bins whereby we make things easy for them. Mm the things that they are recycling, whether it's plastic or it's it's bottles, breaking bottles, and, and the other uh, garbage. Mm. They open, they check, they go dig with their hands, take everything out. But I, I, they taught me yes. that I can separate the two. Hmm. Um, another exhibition that stood out for me um, was the Margana exhibition. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, sometimes when I do these exhibitions, at the end I just get tired. You know, mm. you know, like like uh, mm. even even on on Sunday, Monday, I was not feeling well because like now I'm empty. Takes its toll. It takes its toll, and uh, the Americana, yes, I I worked on the Americana, but you know, sometimes you get involved when you sort of like doing these paintings because you know the story behind. How, how, how do you protect yourself from being that emotionally involved? Because it does insist, art does that. Art insists that you, you expose yourself entirely. And the only way you can excel is if you open yourself up completely. How do you protect yourself? How do you keep a balance? I think I have said it in the past that I think I survive through the music that I follow. Jazz. Yes. It keeps me alive. It gives me strength. I even forget who I am. But at the end, when I lock my studio, I can see the results that my oxygen has been the sound that was echoing in my studio. Mm-hmm. Mm. I want to talk to you in a short while, and I'll take calls because I see people are calling, and already they want to speak to you on 891 And uh, we'll take those calls. But I, I want to speak to you about other things that I know that you do as an outlet, uh, your other little passions that I think people will be so envious about as soon as you start opening up about what else is lying in your home that is uh, of passion. 0891-104-207. I'm in conversation with Sam Klingetwa, artist extraordinaire, and his exhibition opened on Saturday, and uh, we'll be in conversation until 3. At SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. Sam Tlangeto is my guest. He's with me until three. He's an artist who dabbles in all kinds of, of mediums as well. Um, canvas is your favorite, am, am I right? But you, you know, you do things on canvas. You, you draw, you collage, paint, you, collage, you paint. Yeah. And which, which of the, of the mediums, because I'm, I'm not sure, which of the mediums do you prefer? Because I know you mix them mm-hmm. at times. Mm-hmm. What, what, what informs that? Well, that's, that's the medium I I I, I, I started in the mid seventies, yes. and um, I was I was inspired by an African American uh, uh, collagist by the name of Rome Pierre. Yes. And then after seeing his works, and then I was table charged, and like that, this is my medium. And secondary to that, I'm also into printmaking, lithographs. Yes. Yeah. You you've spoken a lot about print printmaking. Yes. And and I think you are speaking to this. For IR thing that people are talking about, yeah, yeah. about um, if, if we don't get on that bandwagon, we'll forever be looking elsewhere for, for printing, for, for that kind of technology. Why, why do you think it's important for art to evolve in that way? Well, it, uh, printmaking is it's an ancient kind of uh, 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 medium. I mean, like you talk all the European American uh, artists one way or the or the other they were sort of like doing printmaking i can talk about keith collins the german uh, i can talk about elizabeth catlett the african-american 
and uh, Picasso did some uh, uh, printmaking, which is because there are various ways you mm. can you can use uh, um, a wood block, yes. you can use a lino, yes. you can use a lithograph, which I'm doing, yes. and you can also do etching mm -hmm. and silkscreen. Mm -hmm. So there are you're spoiled for choice. Yes. And for me, I don't remember doing a show that is without prints. Mm. So prints are always there to sort of like make the the, the, the circle full. Mm. Yeah. So we, I, I did say we we're going to speak about the passion <laughs> um, that jazz has informed so much of your work, mm -hmm. um, even artistically. Mm -hmm. That that I think you said it's it's kind of the thing that saves you, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's the. Um, it's my oxygen. <laughs> it's your oxygen. Um, you also have another oxygen uh, somehow that keeps pumping some sort of uh, yeah. life into you. Yeah. Cars. Oh. <laughs> we know about your collection. We know cars, about your collection. Cars, yeah, yeah, cars. Uh, I don't know. This this is another obsession, and it's a bug that you can't easily quit. It's that one, and also antique furniture. So I. I, I, I suffer inside if I know that uh, I need to go to a car show, but I don't want to to hurt myself because I don't I don't want to open my wallet. Bec but you you your I mean I, I I your car obsession is not so. Let's just unpack it for people. It's mm -hmm. not just you buying a new car. You you are very specific. You yep. go for vintage cars yep. and you yep. you are a collector. Yeah, you're a yep. collector. Yeah. Um, I'm 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 curious about what happens in your home because your home is like. It's a showroom, <laughs> right? Um, of all kinds of things. As you're saying, you know, you, you collect pieces and so on. Mm. So what happens when a new piece comes in? How do you negotiate space? Well, as we speak now, um, we need to negotiate space <laughs> for a 1964 fin-tail Mercedes-Benz. Oh, hello. So we will make a plan. <laughs> we'll make a plan. So in future, probably next year, I need to sort of like... Uh, get a permanent space for, 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 for these cars. But but apart from the cars, for the art that you collect and the, the, and the furniture that yeah. you... Because your furniture yeah. pieces are, are collectibles too, yeah. right? Yeah. So how do yeah. you negotiate? Because art art display is very sensitive. Mm. It's you, you don't just get a painting and hang it up. Mm. Mm. You know, mm. the thing has to speak with everything else. Correct. And that's what I'm, I'm cons you know, I'm asking about whether, what happens when you do find some new piece? It's got a, there's got to be a symphony. Well, with 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 art pieces, I would say it's 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 a little bit better because what I do is like every year, yes. around end of November, uh, beginning of December, yes. I'm home, yes. and then this is where I sort of like rotate some oh. of the collection, ah. take take some things out of the storage and then play around where will I hang them and take these that are on the walls and store them because yeah my storage with artworks it's it's my 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 house mm. my studio yes and our flat in your town yes it's art records yes. ten tables you are very quietly um, mentoring young artists um, and that project has been going on for a while. Yeah. Um, you've been doing this with other senior artists as well. Um, you don't get a lot of publicity and so on, but we know. We know of what you're doing. 
How important is the element of mentorship in the work that you do? Well, it's 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 very important because I always say that uh, the the youth of today they're fortunate because uh, we are there for them, you know, to, to to guide them, to help them. I remember when we were growing up in Guatemala with a buddy of mine, Madi Pala. We we were sort of stranded. Who can mentor us? And then we had a great artist by the name of uh, Lucas Itole. He, he was three streets from my parents' house. Mm-hmm. A great, great, great sculptor in South Africa, mm-hmm. but we are scared of him mm-hmm. because he was not welcoming. Mm-hmm. But and then I said later, no, two rounds don't do any right. I'm just gonna open my arms for these kids. Mm-hmm. So this is yeah, this is me. And uh, <clears throat> although I do it, as Miles Davis would say, in a silent that's, way. That's it. Yes. I do it in a silent way. I don't sort of like stand on yes, a platform yes. and say I do this. And uh, we st- I started something recently with a bag factory that I'm sure people know about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, a residency for a young woman. Mm. So you give this woman confidence, a platform to work with senior artists at the Bag Factory for one year and then after that she can sort of like find her way another artist will come. So I'm, I'm, I'm sponsoring that. The artists that you eventually get to work with I mean you, you must have obviously seen the, 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 the benefits of that where, where you stand what what keeps that going for you? Why do you keep doing it? It's because you know. I think I think in the in the art world, one way or the other, we are we are on our own. Also, because it's thankless. That's why I ask. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it is thankless. We are we are on our own, and uh, if somebody is is starving to get something, and then you can help. Why not? So, I mean, this is this is this is. Who I am with some of my colleagues, you know, I can talk about uh, the late brother David Kolwane, Pet Maudra. I mean, like we co-founded Bag Factory, and uh, we're the pillar there. And then the youngsters would sort of like come to us and would sort of like guide them. And it's 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 in us. I mean, it's something that would say wouldn't say uh, no. Come on, I'm busy. I can't do this. Mm. If somebody gives you a call, but I say, can I sort of said, yeah remind me on this date two days before give me a call mm-hmm. let's meet mm-hmm. so i mean no benefits but it's that's it for ubuntu mm-hmm. yeah that, that's that's exactly what i was asking about because yeah. there aren't no tangible no 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 there are no tangible benefits and as i said it is thankless yeah. uh, and also it takes time it does it takes time which which your craft needs so it's it's that very um it's a big sacrifice mm-hmm. for an artist mm-hmm. to give time of themselves which is quite valuable knowing and understanding what it is that time does for your craft and so on. I'm in conversation with Sam Tlingetwa, artist, and uh, he's with me until 3 o'clock, and I will take those calls on 891 if you want to also speak to him. It's 2.30. Let's go to Utsila Saku for the latest in headlines. You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. I'm in conversation with Sam Tlingetwa, artist who is just opened an exhibition this, this past Saturday at uh, the Goodman Gallery. And you, how long is the exhibition on for? Uh, until the 16th of next month. Until the 16th. And uh, you were just telling me earlier that uh, you were exhibiting a car for one day. Yeah, what, what happened was uh, there's this, there's this uh, BMW, it's 745i racing uh, BMW and one of its kind in the world. And... I was I was stunned when when I was approached by the owner, uh, uh, Paolo Clark said to me, Sam, 
I want you to, to oh. build this car. And I said, oh my God. What do you do? Where do you begin? <laughs> what do you paint? I asked him that and he said, listen, I'm a South African. Oh, wow. Just do whatever you want. And uh, it took me three months. The car was in the garage at our house and I couldn't do anything else <laughs> except to work on this BMW. And be envious too. Yeah. Because you wanted the car for yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, well, it was done and uh, yeah, and uh, we took a spin on Saturday. <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah. And then I was in the gears with the helmet yes. and then we ran down oh, uh, Yansmans. I mean, like cars were hooting. <laughs> <laughs> But I was, I must say, I was very scared. Yes. I know, I know I was safe. Yes. But like I said, <laughs> gosh, is this how Lewis Hamilton could feel? <laughs> or Michael Schumacher? But yeah, at the end we arrived and then like there was this crowd waiting with cameras, oh, etc. And then they sort of like pointed where I painted the car. It was fun. That is yeah. amazing. I yeah. mean, that that's, you know, when that happens, do you... Are those the moments when you feel, you know, I could die now? <laughs> Are those the moments? Because you've built this career over a long time, yeah. right? You've built yeah. this career over a long time. I know that there were elements that had to be in place for you to get to where you are. Mm -hmm. um, your childhood, uh, going up in springs, you know, there, there were things that had to be in place mm -hmm. to get you where you are. And, mm -hmm. and there was intervention. That's the word mm -hmm. I want to use. There was mm -hmm. intervention along the way to finally get you here. Yeah. When you get here, knowing that so many others didn't make it yeah. this far, mm, mm, right? You know mm, that. Mm. Is this the moment when you pinch yourself and say, man? Exactly. This is the moment. And this is the moment where you go, you go down memory lane and you just say to yourself, uh, I wish my parents were still alive. Yes. Yes. More especially, especially your mother. My, yeah. No, especially my grandmother. grandmother. Because my grandmother was like, she's the one who marinated me. Yes. I went to my mother when I was 14, yes, and then I, I knew all the disciplines yes. of being like a, a human being, mm -hmm. you know, taking responsibility. Mm -hmm. it, was, it, was, it was because of my grandmother. Mm -hmm. So when you say pinching myself, yes, in the, along those lines, I wish those people right. were, were here to celebrate Witness. with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I was speaking to you about August House. Now, August House, for those who don't know, is, geez, what uh, from the outside is amongst dilapidated buildings <laughs> in a very unpleasant part of Johannesburg somewhere. <coughs> really, I mean, when yeah. I say mm. in the corner of Joburg mm. that you don't want to go to. Yeah, correct. That's where August House is. Mm. It's this <coughs> tiny little building and this entire building. So you obviously, you know, have to have the courage to go there. But when you open your doors into that place, you suddenly are in another world. You feel it. You are in and amongst artists that are in one space mm -hmm. all at the same time, mm -hmm. doing the most extraordinary things. And I thought to myself at some point, this was a great brain that was behind this. Yep. Yep. Because suddenly artists had space that didn't limit them because of money. Mm -hmm. They had the freedom to be they were in the space i mean all kinds of things uh, are great about that mm -hmm. space very what does it mean to have that kind of space for an artist to be number one around peers and when i went there the first time one of the things that astonished me was an artist is always in isolation right but the fact that the one artist could knock at the door and say you know do you want to come and have a look yep. at what i'm doing mm. Mm. And sometimes that artist didn't start with the idea of collaborating, but halfway through thinks, you know, 
actually, can I leave this canvas and do you want to come back and do something on it? I was astonished mm-hmm. by that. Mm-hmm. What does a sense of community mean for an artist? It means a lot because um, when when a big factory was started in the 90s um, by Robert Loder, he realized that artists coming from the townships don't have space. Yeah. And day one working at the big factory, I just like, you know, I could feel that now I'm going to be a professional. Yes. Because I've got this space, yeah. unlike coming from home, yeah. whereby you need to sort of like wait for the family to go to bed yes. and then start to convert <laughs> to the kitchen. I know the me. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. Where you now, co- you also have to restrain your, your, how much you can play. Uh, if you're splashing paint, mm. you are concerned about what this means for everybody. Yeah. And, mm. and so there's a limitation there mm. always mm. about the freedom mm. of being an artist. Uh, correct. And then like now, when I left the bake factory, it was not uh, probably like we didn't sort of like, uh, there was a tiff, no. They understood me. I said I wanted a big space. You wanted space. Yes, and then the space that I have at August House, I oh. mean, it's so huge. And uh, I but mean, it's like, free. <laughs> it's yeah, I mean, it's freedom mm, at August House. Freedom. I mean, like um, when I did that painting, you haven't seen the show. The painting that I did, it started at 1.8 by 4.5. Yes. And I called some of the auction houses guys to come in and sort of like look at it. Said, yeah. Oh, Sam, this is, this is, this is perfect. I mean, like, <laughs> and I said, no, but I want to make it big. bigger. Yeah. No, but it won't accommodate everybody. I said, That's do we uh, uh, um, limit our dreams? Yeah. We can't limit our dreams. If you dream, you dream. Mm. Please let me dream. And I finished it. It's two meter by wow. six meter. Wow. And it was the first one to be sold. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm, I am absolutely sure. Um, and, and, and that's what I was saying, that also you artists begin with a thought. It yes. never ends the same way as it began. No. <laughs> no. Right. Just the idea. Yeah. And then from there, when you move, you just You like, don't know where you go. No, you don't know. You don't know, and, and with me, with uh, with collage, yeah. I, I I can't I can't work on a sketch. Hmm. I I just like move on, move on, move on, move on, and uh, for me it's 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 easy. It's so much freedom. Mm. I always say to people when I when I paint and collage on canvas, mm. I'm just like a person who's riding a bicycle using both pedals because wow. you can't use one. Wow! So p- uh, painting and collage is me. one of the same. Yeah. Yep. I, I'm in fact, I'm intrigued by that because at some point I imagined that you were going to walk away from paint. There no. was that. There was in my mind. <coughs> no, <laughs> in my mind, I thought, you know, this is this is your medium. Collage is is so embedded in you. No, it is. That I thought at some point I think you're going to abandon the other. But I'm ha- I'm happy to hear that for you it's like pedaling on a bike with yeah. two. Mm. One you can't do the one without the other. The the the, the show that I had at Wem. Yeah. Um, um, later we had a. A conversation with William Kenridge. Yes. And then William said, Somewhere you surprised me, Sam. Even your prints, I can't tell whether you've collaged them because you yes. work with so much flat colors yes. and details. In fact, yes. There, there is that thing about you sometimes where one has to ask. Yeah. One has to ask. And there are many what? questions with this current show now. Yes. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. So there, there are pieces where one has to ask. I've got to double check. What, what was that yeah. that he used? Yeah. What, what was that? 
Okay, and then you've, you know, obviously you've decided to do it the way you've done it. I'm going to take those calls. I see you calling through 891 I'm in conversation with Sam Tlingit. Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. I'm in conversation with Sam Tlingetwa, artist who has just opened a new exhibition at the Goodman Gallery and it's going to be on for at least a month. Uh, I'm going to certainly see it and tell you how I feel about it. But, um, I mean, you've, you've done so many exhibitions that I think your work speaks for itself and it's its own legacy. I, I want to talk to you about um, an exhibition that you, you, you did, I think it was in 2016, The Past and the Present. Uh, the Past and the Present, where people were in queues. Um, oh yes, oh, it yes. was called. I think it was called the past and the present. It was a collage and acrylic collage. and canvas and so on. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I can't remember the theme, but yeah, when you talk about cues, because like there were cues. Yes, and then umbrellas and nineteen ninety four. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm I'm always inspired by people. Yes. And uh, most of my 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 exhibitions, uh, you see people mingling. I mean, it's just a pity with this current show that a few people, because I was targeting the the structures, not people around. Yeah. But uh, the big one, I said, let me spoil myself. Let me have people. But uh, that one that you're talking about, yeah, yeah, that was gosh. You know, sometimes when you go down, <laughs> you know, really like, think, yes. think about yes. the energy you've spent and what was, hap- yeah. and what was happening. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I, I, I have noted, um, uh, I'm going to call it Smolanyan, mm-hmm. because I think it, it gets better with time. Um, the absence of people in exhibitions, the people who you... And I think when you when you do work, yes, you do it, bec- you know, because you will exhibit, no problem. And, you know, you don't have to worry about it being sold anymore. That's you. You're beyond that point. That's not the worry. Right. But sometimes you are you're doing work because you want to send a message. Sometimes you want to reflect something. And you also, as an artist, your work is not complete until somebody engages with it. Correct. Correct. The trouble is the other engaging where there is absence of the people who you want to engage with the piece to engage. So there are people. Mm. <coughs> it's who those people mm. are. Mm. That's mm. the frustration, mm. right? Mm. It is It is quite frustrating because you cannot pull people out of their homes and say, come, yes. come and look at this. Yeah. But even if it's like three, four people who can engage with you, mm. it, 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 it's such a pleasure because at least there is somebody who's acknowledging what you're doing. Mm. And uh, you said something about uh, you when you start to, to, to work, yeah, the purpose is to deliver. Mm. You know, uh, one can work a show until you finish it in your studio mm. and somebody can ask you, how much is this? You are clueless because yes. that is yes. not... That is not, not an intention yeah, here. That's not the intention. I'm going to take those calls on 0891-104-207. And uh, I see we've got Moshaba, who is calling us from Bumalanga. Good afternoon, and thanks for calling, Moshaba. Hi, how are you? Good, good. How are you? Thanks for calling. You have a legend there. Yes, we do. Yes. (laughs) You know, I was introduced to him some time back while he used to visit Delmas for some reasons. And uh, I know him to be a very good in 
in art, but more, more above that, he introduced me to jazz. Yes. Yeah, he found me playing jazz overall, but he said to me, I want to introduce you to an artist. Did you know his Jared? I said, no, I don't know him. He said, start playing his Jared. <laughs> and I went out to buy an album by his guy, Jared, Bye Bye Black Beat. Oh, my God. So listening to him now, I say, man, but I know, he remembers me. He remembers me. Yeah, I do. Oh, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, I was playing light jazz, but he introduced me to the serial jazz of Jared, <laughs> Coltrane, yeah. you know, all these artists. No, thank so I'm you. thankful to him. When you speak about his art and everything, I know that Jeff is part of it. You're a good student. It was what was your brother who introduced you to Jeff? My correct? eldest brother, brother. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Um the exhibitions, there are two exhibitions that speak to me. So um we were speaking earlier about the the engagement with an audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is interesting because you as an artist don't have expectations to what the reaction will be. No. no right? No. And there the exhibitions where you put up and there's a lot of debate. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of debate about, you know, this this is depicting us in a certain way mm-hmm. because people sometimes there is fear about how much we expose mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and what liberty as an artist you have. Mm-hmm. That I don't think bothers you one bit. No, no. <laughs> I think you you are very happy to do that. But mm. sometimes you put up exhibitions that that give us a really warm and fuzzy feeling. The drum uh, exhibition I liked. I really liked that. That was uh, at WEM. Uh, that the, the the theme was Lieto. The ah, journey ah. was curated by Tumi Trail. Yes. She did a fantastic job. Yes. And then I think we had about three walkabouts and they were quite interesting yeah. and what Fiona Rankin Smith said Sam yes. oh we're having a crowd here for yes. you and uh, those Saturdays different Saturdays engaging with people yeah. get you know it's so nice when people ask you questions mm-hmm. that sometimes you're not expecting mm-hmm. and uh, I, I can I can Lieto Lieto was 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 one of my it was it was yes, it was yes, a gorgeous yes, exhibition it was. It, it, and and what is it about it? Because I kept thinking, okay, so in some of the things that you do, you know, you you obviously ask us to look at things in a difficult at difficult moments at our time, right? You know, Margana and all of those things. Um, but drum was, I think you were taking us to an era that yes was difficult, but there was a lot of excellence around us as well. Yeah. What, what was your inspiration? My inspiration, you know, drum drum magazine during those times, we learned so much as yeah. pe- youngsters were curious in reading and like uh, resources were not there for us and yeah. drum was always circulating and then it taught us about politics, mm. sport, etc. Mm. So I remember I had stacks of drum magazine in my, mm. at my parents' house. Mm. And when I did this uh, print-making um, theme about um, Zanzi legends, mm. I handpicked some of, I mean, like, and again, it's educating the youngsters. Yes. No one knows who's Kalamazoo Goni. Yes. I mean, yes. the first black uh, soccer player to go and play in, in England. Overseas, yes. Overseas. And then we talk about King Kong. Yes. The music was done by uh, Machigiza. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, pe- then people were writing good music. We're talking yeah. the Chris McGregor's. So it's, it's, it's us, irrespective of apartheid was like, hard on us but people I, I used to get questions like Sam how do you do happy pieces 
and yet you're oppressed. I said, there's life in the townships. We don't, we don't only look at the dark clouds of, of apartheid, mm -hmm. but people go to church, they get married, we go to cinema. People dress up, people dress dance. Dress up, etc. So, I mean, uh, that was that those were the dy dynamics. And later questions came again, seeing that now, post-apartheid, uh, uh, do you think you still have resources? As I said, you know, Steve Biko said, I write what I like, mm -hmm. and I paint what I, mm -hmm. I like. And what happened about Marikana mm -hmm. in this era? We're going back to the apartheid era. So, I mean, for me, I don't have to sort of like put myself in a corner and say, mm -hmm. now we are... I must limit how I much I can express. No, I myself. still do what I like. Yeah. I am going to take those calls, as I said, on 891 I've still got a few more minutes left with Sam Klingeta, who's with me until three. It's really been a wonderful conversation. I do welcome your calls as well and your comments as well. 891 you're listening to Pimelo Mutini on SAFM. I'm in conversation uh, for last few minutes left with um, uh, artist uh, Sam Langeta, and uh, he's got an exhibition open at the Goodman Gallery and he's, he's in conversation with me until three. Um, I wanted to say that I am so, I, so happy to see young people, um, when, I mean young people, mm. achieve what they are achieving, South African young people, so early in mm. their careers. Artists, I mean, when people spoke about a career in, in art, you were doomed for nothing but poverty and, you know, we will actually maybe remember what day, years after you are, you've yeah. de you are dead mm. and if that money will come, maybe it will go to some estate and whatever. That was kind mm. of the narrative. Mm. But I think Mary Spanda was in, straight after, she, didn't, she hadn't finished. She hadn't finished college. She hadn't finished at, at, at was it Vits? I think it was at UJ. Yeah. I don't remember. It was quick. It was, quick. Um, w what do we attribute that to? I mean, obviously, we all know Nelson Makama and, mm. and, and many others. Mm. It's, it's been so quick. It's mm. been, it's wonderful to see. What do we attribute that to? Uh, I think they, I would say some of them, they do grab the opportunity. Mm hmm and then here's an opportunity and uh, I know what I want. They focus and they just like stick to it. Mm. There's there's another youngster right now. I, I, I encourage him and he's he's young. Yeah. He's young. I mean Temba Kumar yeah. is young. Yes. He's amazing. So and and like one could shouldn't be like jealousy when you see the youngsters making it because you're no longer let, let me tell you what, what I'm 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 concerned about. Yeah. Because until we get there so I I was speaking to somebody who's a collector, right? Yes. But but who's a um I'll say novice okay. collector, okay. right? So he's, he's not he's not an art fundi at all. Okay. Guided by auction houses. Oh, oh okay. so those kind of buyers, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. who doesn't have any knowledge himself? Mm -hmm. He is just told by uh, an, uh, um, an auction house that William Kentridge is the money, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. he's collecting because an auction house says William Kentridge is the money. Mm -hmm. And that's how he buys. Mm -hmm. So they would say, William Kentridge, Sam Klingeto, and so on. He mm -hmm. would buy. And mm -hmm. then at some point I said to him, listen, you need to get Nelson. Yeah. Right? And he said to me, Who the, who's, who's Nelson? Mm -hmm. I said, Nelson <laughs> is your next William Kentridge. <laughs> and he says, no, my action house has not told me oh about goodness. Nelson Makama. Oh. And I said, well, let me tell you, you really should look into this young man. Right? And then he blew up. And then, of course, I had the pleasure of sending him back the Times cover oh, <laughs> when it happened. Oh. And I said, 
I was telling you about this young, this man. young man. You still think mm-hmm. you shouldn't mm-hmm. buy this young man. But he, he went on to say, you know, I'm only buying what I'm told is oh, of value. And that's what I want to ask you what about. What a is, is this um, the establishment? The establishment is taking a while to come on board, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. Well, the thing is, I've, I've had those questions at the auction house. Somebody asking you, Sam, what do you think? Is this a good buy? I said, you know. Do you like it? Do you like it? That's it. Charles Mingus. Do you like it? Charles Mingus used to say, better get it in your soul. Yes. It's because got nothing to do with whoever else says it is. It's got to speak to you. Exactly. Because what I, when I buy art, yeah. something really speaks to me. Yeah. I'm not buying because it's a god yeah. Oh, it's William Correct. or it's Deborah Bell. Yeah. It's something that really hits me. So, I mean, I people should learn that this piece must speak to them, mm-hmm. not the signature. But, but you know, um, auction houses have these days where they have um, art, you know, where they have lectures. Lectures, yes. And so on. Yes. Nobody tells them this. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody tells people that the value of art it's in how you feel about it, no. you know. No. Yes, yeah. you will have those names, but those names come. Other things have had to happen mm. to mm. build the name, mm. and part of that is it's the scratching. It's not the in, yes, their intellectual bit will come in, but even the intellectual conversation is contested. Absolutely, but I think again, uh, I think uh, auction houses—they're there to guide mm-hmm. and keep some 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 artist name names up but i think uh, the public shouldn't be spoon-fed you also people are afraid of art though what are, how are we going to sort that out people are intimidated by art that's true yeah that's true we need to fix that what what needs to happen it scares me because like i you know when 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 i was growing up i mean like now becoming like now a, a rookie mm-hmm. in the art world mm-hmm. uh, one, one of my neighbors said to me why do you always involved in things that intim- intimidate people <laughs> <coughs> yeah. he said to me you you listen to jazz mm-hmm. not everybody listens to mm-hmm. jazz you play softball you don't play soccer yeah and then you do art so uh, and those things, I think to me, I don't choose them. It's mm-hmm. a calling. I mean, like, you don't just like all of a sudden you say, I want to be sophisticated. Mm-hmm. I want to do this, you know. So, but I don't know. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. But you go into art spaces and see, wow, what ladies and gentlemen. Art, art followers, they are such peaceful mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm at peace when I'm surrounded by people who come to art shows. How much can we, how, how can we be more inviting? It's one thing to say people should come, but there is something to be said about spaces being welcoming. I would say individuals should sort of like visit every, almost every show that is happening to sort of like educate themselves, whether there's show at WEM, Standard Bank, Jack, Everett Reed, Goodman Gallery, Momo. So... What I, one thing that I think people who are afraid to go to galleries don't know, it's okay to ask. <laughs> you you it know, is, yeah. um, it's okay there, to there ask, is yeah. this perception that you go and you kind of nod your head and you speak to the art piece itself and you know it all. No, no. it really is okay. 
to ask somebody to walk you about? It is okay. And, and the best part, again, to visit the galleries and museums, it's when it's not a launch. Yes. It's quiet. And That's you ask it. somebody from the gallery say, walk me, walk through. me through. Walk me through. Yeah. You, you can ask somebody to walk yeah. you through. Yeah. It's not uncommon and it's not, it's not unheard of. It's not a of. shame. It's not a shame. Mm -hmm. so, someone can talk you through art. Correct. That is okay. That is okay. Do you like people talking people through your art? Oh. You do? All, all the time. Not you talking people through art. Other people talking people through time. your art. All the time. I ask you this because it's always subjective, right? Yeah. And you don't mind that ambiguity? No, no, I don't. I, don't, I really don't mind. I mean, like, uh, it's like even uh, on Tuesday. Yes. A lady said, I've got a group of uh, Americans coming. Can you come to the gallery and uh, try to talk to us? I said, I'll assign Justin to help you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is amazing. Mm -hmm. Because I've often wondered what an artist thinks or feels about other people's interpretation of their work. Well, uh, that is a professional. Well, that is like if you have somebody who's working with you from time to time. Yes. And then that person also asks questions so yes. that he doesn't get embarrassed yes. when he answers questions on your behalf. So Justin has done the good job for me. Sam Tangato, it's always lovely talking to you. It's my pleasure. Really appreciate it. That pleasure. will be available as a podcast. It's three o'clock. Thank you.